Before we watch and do our intro, I just wanted to shout out the cool little thing Wolf told me. Oh, yeah. Do you want to say it? Yeah, you know, every time, every time I watch the clip before we talk about it, I'm always shocked when it stops after a minute because I get so sucked into the movie. I'm just sitting here like, oh, wow, yeah. And then it stops and I'm like, oh. Yeah, that's right. We're doing a podcast right now. <laughs> it's a testament to that. Actually, my plan for at least the other podcast, since my other co-hosts are in Chicago, is after we break down a full minute, we're going to get together and do a audio commentary and video commentary to be like, all right, we've just broken that down minute by minute. How does it feel when it's all going at normal pace? Oh, and wow. I'd be open to it. I don't know if you'd be interested, but considering how closer you are than i thought you were i thought you were near new york or something oh no uh, i'd be down to do a road trip to do this once every four or five months oh wow i'd be to down do to that. take a trip out to chicago oh cool then yeah the op- all right me not driving cool beans <laughs> um, even better <laughs> even lazier but um that's interesting it'll be i've been resisting like watching movies we're breaking down because i'm like i just want to sit and watch yeah right i know what you mean that would be nice but wait no that would be taken away from the experience my behavior would be different that would be cheating myself and everybody out of it right but that being said we're gonna edit it and we're gonna come back after we watch this minute with the magic of editing minute 38 yes i'm wolf and this is x minutes the podcast that breaks down the longest running superhero franchise with one continuity no reboots and this is minute 38 of the 2000 classic Mm x-men and wolf Ooh, what happened in this minute this this gives some some juicy wolverine steak to chew on that gets juicy yeah like that stricken from the record please well yeah thank you Chewing on Wolverine steak. Um, anyway. Oh, that made it sound even worse. Oh, uh, Why do I say this shit? Basically, uh, we it just continues. Gene and Logan are in uh, his bedroom. <clears throat> she just told him about her telekinetic powers. So Wait, he tele- tele- telepathic. Tele- telepathic powers, and he. Um, no, no, you're right. Telekinetic. Was that? <laughs> No, I'm just messing with you. Now. Uh, I'm just being a mutant dick. I'm so powers. Sorry. So she <laughs> explains uh, that she is some sort of mutant with some sort of powers, and uh, so he he compares him to the professor. He's like, right, or so kind of like the professor, and she explains that her powers are nowhere near as powerful as mm. the professor, uh, which I don't believe is true. <laughs> uh, which is bullshit. Which is bullshit. No. She is a lying son of a gun. No, but um. Okay. No, I, I like how it's seeding. It's smart. It seeded his backstory and her future mm-hmm. in a couple moments. Yeah, and um, he asks her to read his mind, and uh, she does. She decline at first. She respectfully declines at first, and then he's like, "You afraid you'll like it?" Yeah, you afraid you you might like it. So it's like. <laughs> Easy there, Chief. Like, I mean, if I had to guess, I'd say, you know, he might be thinking of them romantically, maybe like grabbing dinner or something. And that's what he wants her to see, you know. But when she, you know, begins to read his mind, she starts to see these troubling images of alkali. She sees something even nastier. (laughs) Even nastier than what he had planned. And by that, I mean adamantium being 
forged and uh, attached to his skeleton. So let's see here. At around 33, that tank that Logan is in, X-Men Origins got that tank like almost exactly the same, if you notice. Yeah, and then we see a flash of who I have to assume is Stryker, Mm -hmm. right? who is one of the most recast guys as well, just like Kitty Pride. Wait, you said one of the scientists would be Stryker or one of the men in suits? I think it was, uh, I mean, if we're thinking of X-Men Origins, in this shot, it seems to be the bald guy crouched over a little bit. That's what I guess. 32 seconds, yeah. Yeah, just because he's in the middle of it, even though it changes actors to the guy who was most recently that I saw, the soldier villain in Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then... Yeah, think, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I was just thinking of this guy, X-Men Origins Wolverine, and then X-Men Days of Future Past Strikers. But we also got Brian Cox in Brian X2. Cox. Brian Cox was my favorite striker. Magnificent. Oh, yeah, he was good. Considering how long ago this happened in Wolverine's Origins, uh, Strikers actually aged remarkably well between mm-hmm. this flashback and X2. Right. He got a little doughier, just a little bit. A little bit, but, but you know, not nothing older. wrong with that. If anything, he got a little younger. All right. At around 36 seconds, we see that awesome image of him laying lifeless on the operating table. It's pretty. It's pretty tight shot into the face, but we see like the outline. Of, yeah, and his his yeah. eyes open just a little bit. Mm-hmm. A little harder. I think he's getting stabbed or surgery starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks unpleasant. And um, I think this it is looks before. like a Tuesday for me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Tuesdays probably include macaroni and cheese and filming this show. I think uh, in this shot, right before this shot, they they gave him Logan some macaroni and cheese because that helps the healing process. But they gave what? They gave Logan some macaroni and cheese. It helps the healing process, but don't quote me on that. Um, uh, no, it doesn't. I know. My stomach <laughs> can attest. I'll put it on the stand. <laughs> uh, but right after that uh, quick sequence of memories, it cuts back to them in the room. And um, she seems surprised. What did surprised. you see, my darling? Well, yes. That was a horrible... St- I was trying to do Sean Connery. What did you see, Missy? But that was yeah, that was that was close. I have better impressions on Bond a minute Bond. Like uh, it wasn't close. Stop being nice. <laughs> You're too nice. God damn it! That was horrible. Skewer me. I want to be like a kebab. It was a younger Sean Connery I just before to be the, the whiskey. The kebab. What? <laughs> it was a younger Sean Connery before the whiskey and cigarettes. So twelve. Um, <laughs> twelve year old Sean Connery. <laughs> No, that actually he had whiskey and cigarettes then too. But apparently, so she she is shocked by what she sees, and by she I mean Jean. So she puts her hands down. Logan asks, "What do you see?" And then yeah. right at that moment, she turns her head and addresses Scott, who is at the who's in the doorway. He actually yeah. leads her hands down onto his collarbone. Ooh, yeah, yeah. And it's like, I mean, if I was Scott, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, dude, you've been here for like six hours. It's actually probably been less than that. You've been here for like three hours. You're trying to bang my girlfriend constantly. We don't know who you are or where you're from. Just take it easy. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for the next minute for the zinger that he says. But He does, uh, yeah. Yeah, I like that her answer is technically truthful. <laughs> what did you see? I saw Scott in your doorway. Yeah, right? <laughs> Scott's in your doorway chilling, watching us. He's into that kind of thing. Oh, come! <laughs> yeah, you're making it. God, I thought I had a reputation for making shit dirty. I think the the film made itself dirty. No, mm-hmm. but um, 
But the look of shame on Gene's face at 47. On Gene's face? Yeah. She's got like a bit of a smirk at 48, but she's got a look of shame at around 47, 48. Like she's done something wrong. Or maybe she's got like a guilty pleasure. Maybe she's like sort of into, you know, what Logan's throwing her way. Yeah, trying to also be like nice, I guess, saying mm-hmm. goodnight. Also over that shot, I'm noticing, I was wondering what that circle was in the background, but... I'm seeing that there's a door open. Also fitting into the style of the wall, which remember the door to Xavier's office was kind of blended in, but that's the bathroom over their shoulder. Oh, wow. That's actually a really good observation. I didn't notice that. But it looks like if you close that door, it just looks like another nondescript wall kind of thing. Right. Which that's just frustrating. (laughs) Why are you trying to... Why are you trying to fuck people up? What if that like, door is closed? Wake up in the middle of the night, you have no idea where to go. Be like, I gotta go to the bathroom really bad. <laughs> Did you see a lot of How I Met Your Mother? Uh, no, not really. There's a whole episode where Jason Siegel's character, Marshall, is trying to find a private bathroom because he has performance anxiety or whatever. And then right at the end, when he finally gets over it, Neil Patrick Harris's character with his nice big office and walls that just look like walls says oh yeah and if you ever need to use my bathroom it just hits the wall and it opens and he's like <laughs> really you've known you about this the whole episode ago. and you just mentioned it that's so funny let's see here oh yeah end on, uh, <laughs> on this saying, uh, yeah right at wolverine's line he said so are you gonna tell me to stay away from your girl yeah and then it cuts off right before yeah. we uh get his response even though we see the subtitles we but, gotta uh, see the next clip to get the zinger but it's a really really good zinger it shows how confident scott is yeah and at least you know at least he's not being dishonest about it <laughs> you know? yeah he, he's true. not directly saying i want to fuck your girl but <laughs> he's he's not saying well, i wasn't doing anything no. That is true. He wasn't like, hey, man, we were just talking. Just she was reading my, my mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to figure out my past, man. I'm a damaged soul. I'm a good guy. I saved Rogue and shit. <laughs> I saved He's, Rogue. I'm not trying he, to take your girl from you. Yeah. She was just he may uh, be looking a good into my guy. brain. <laughs> he may be a good guy deep down, but he doesn't use his good actions as a distraction from his naughty side yes which i have no fucking idea what that accent was <laughs> just some, somewhere in the world you know we're, we're just um we're just gonna apologize to everyone in advance uh <laughs> for brian yeah just for brian no but that is pretty cool though like you know logan is not he there's no shame in his game he's not like she said she could move things with a mind i just wanted to see how far i could go it was nothing yeah, like that. I've got a healing ability so she could practice on me using her mind to touch my naughty spots. <laughs> right. I'm doing it for you, man. I can heal. You can't if she rips your balls off. And what you know the what? fuck was that accent? <laughs> that was, uh, I don't know. I don't know what that was. That, that was, was Cockney Chicago. I don't know, man. <laughs> I think Cock- I'm Scottish. <laughs> Cockney Chicago. Is Cockney British? I don't know. That should be the title of a film, Cockney Chicago. We should make that film. Oh, God. Uh, Yeah, that's all I got for that minute. Uh, I can't wait to hop into the next one because we get that zinger. Yeah. um, Before we do that, just got to shout out in the last frame those hangers or like coat rack thing that's mounted on the wall. That's interesting. Got a place for hats and jackets, I'm assuming. 
Oh yeah, and yeah, they're like they're shaped pretty cool too. It looks like some like the some of the shit we got in the beginning, like neurons and stuff like that. It, it reminds me of yeah. some sciency things. And depending on the angle, the things might be curved in a slight X. Ooh, yeah, that is but, pretty cool. Yeah, let's see what's on his shelf. There's a water pitcher with a little water in it. It looks like some books and some unlit candles hmm. by a mirror. Uh, candles, maybe to lamp. get some good smells in there, lighten the mood. I mean, it's a tense place, a lot of tension. So it's pretty cool. Isn't some stress that great relief. For him? Isn't that great for him though? If he likes a scent of a candle, he never has to light it. That is true. <laughs> he buys one candle for the rest of his life. Exactly. Like, ah, slight He's... particles in the air. <laughs> because, you know, I mean, he could probably smell that all the way from the uh, laboratory, you know, with the nose like that. Yeah. Let's see. Do you here. ever have a watch like hers that you clasps said... shut? Do you see her watch? Oh, no. It took a little getting used to, but I'm so much happier with the Apple Watch straps. Oh, yeah. Those clunky, thick metal ones that had like a little clasp. Yeah, that's yeah, that's like super old school. I mean, I guess not. I mean, let's see. They still have them today, I would imagine. I've just been using the Apple Watch for a while now. But yeah. Oh, look at you! You can afford an Apple Watch. I said sarcastically because I just pointed out my Apple Watch before it. It's it's not that cool. It's a Series Three. It's not that awesome. I was gonna say if you say you have a Series Five, <laughs> but uh, I I was gonna get a Series Three because my first one was a Series One, uh-huh. but then by the time I heard so many people getting saved from heart attacks by their Apple Watches, oh shit! Like I should get it, but if I wait a couple months, the Series Four will come out and they'll be the same price on T-Mobile anyway. Oh. so I'm gonna risk my extreme <laughs> risk <your> obesity <laughs> taking me down. Before I can get a four, just so I have a slightly more technologically advanced. You know, I like those odds. You know, I think that it speaks. Because it's not your body. It's <laughs> it not your heart to your attack. Character. You skinny model looking motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it speaks oh. to your character. You make poor decisions. We can no. see it by your weight and we can no. see it by your risking a heart attack. It means that you care more about, um, I don't know. Material things than life. <laughs> awesome Jeez, that technology. These... You know, I'm digging myself deeper and deeper. But No, I you're think, digging uh... me deeper. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a doctor being like, you know what? There's some warning signs that you might be radically obese and your heart is struggling. We should get you in as soon as possible for an EKG an MRI, just to make sure you're doing well. And I'm like, cool. Can I do it next year? <laughs> right. They're like, like, I got this concert to go to. And it was kind of like. Fuck you th- yeah, I have some eating competitions I want to do. <laughs> I got some weed I need to smoke and then eat my my quarantine supplies of mac and cheese. I got 20 pounds of mac and cheese I want to eat by Tuesday. He's like, you know what? That'll work. We'll just wait a year. What? What do you? What do you? You you fucking idiot. Let's see. All right, that 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 got aggressive. (laughs) (laughs) That got dark. No, but if we if we go to let's see, dude, that's the title of the movie. Hmm. The uh, everyone becomes African American all around the world. That got dark. That got dark. (laughs) You know, uh, after like during the last break, I was thinking I was taking the dogs out, and I was thinking, you know, I'm not gonna in the film. 
We're not going to change everyone to a black person. We're only going to turn racist people into black people and see what happens. That would be a great <sighs> prank show. It's like and turning all racists into black people. They'd probably be like, oh my gosh. Well, this isn't bad. <laughs> That made me sad only because I know how quickly they would flip flop. Yeah, I know, right? They'd be like, they'd you know what? Like, they're like, well, guys, hey, let's. Uh... <laughs> no, they're they're gonna immediately get mad at everybody and be like, stop oppressing me. Yeah, right. And they're gonna co-opt <laughs> all the legitimate shit for themselves, like that. They're gonna be like, you know what, guys? We were a little hard on you guys before, but now that we can see things from your point of view. It's not that bad. So let's all be friends. <laughs> no, they're just going to riot much worse <laughs> immediately. They're going to get tiki torches. Tiki torches. And they're going to drive their Mustangs into crowds. Khaki so shorts. Quickly. Khaki cargo shorts, tiki torches, and Mustangs. God, it would be such a shit show. They'd pull out all the normal, understandable things, but coming from them, it would sound so... I'd actually be disgusted how quickly they do everything that everyone who has been oppressed for their whole life is doing legitimately. I know, right? It would be like a day. God. When that day comes. (laughs) But um, one more thing before we end this segment. At 51 seconds, you notice the look on Logan's face. It's like, we kind of touched on this when we were talking about there's no shame in his game, but you can tell he's just like, is, is that a cocky look, do you think? Like, you know, because like, you know, he's about to be confronted by Scott and I think he no. knows it. Well, for me, I took that as him going from a situation that was deeply intimate and there was a connection and there was actually something powerful right there for a moment. And then it was ripped away like a bandaid. Oh, okay. So I, I've, I saw that as a real connection that just got interrupted and he's composing himself before he defaults to his cockier side. Mm, that's a really um, good observation. That, that's just how I how I took it. I may mm. be wrong. He may have been playing it differently. But yeah, I saw that as a gathering himself for a second. Especially mm. with the eye flutters. With the, yeah. you know, just taking a moment. But who knows? Hugh Jackman does. Hugh Jackman knows. Hugh Jackman knows. If this goes well enough, I'd be excited to start doing interviews with people. That would be fantastic. Like you would be like, I heard what you said about me on your podcast. <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're not going to have the director on the podcast. No. So, Mm-mm. fuck him. <laughs> fuck that half-ass bohemian rhapsody-looking ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing these horrible accents and this aggressive shit, but I'm not apologizing for that last one. <laughs> Follow along on Instagram, The Minutes. We post them as they come out. If you're on YouTube, like this, subscribe, and check out the other podcasts. And if you're on audio, please leave a review or rating on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much. That was 38. I'm Wolf. I'm Brian. And we are the best at what we do. But what we do is not very...